From the Center for Conscious Communication, this is Leading Life. Hi, everyone. I'm Stacy Carruth, the founder of the Center for Conscious Communication, and this is Leading Life, a podcast spotlighting women business leaders who are making a difference, following their passion and challenging the status quo. Today, my guest is Trish Henriksen, owner of Spruce and the Hair Bar. Welcome, Trish. I'm so glad to have you today. I am so glad to be here. Tell me a little bit for the people who don't know, give me a little bit of an overview of what kind of services are provided at Spruce and the Hair Bar. Spruce and the Hair Bar, even though they're right next to each other, they are sort of their own separate little companies. So the Hair Bar is a booth rent salon, hair salon. So all of my people who work there are independent contractors. And so they do their own pricing and scheduling. So if you ever need to get a hold of them, we can give you any of their actual personal business phone numbers because we don't schedule for them. So they do their own thing. It's their own little business, all just together. Whereas Spruce, we are all working together. And so they are my actual employees. And so we that's where we you can get on our website and book. They do everything from nails, manicures, pedicures. We do any of the waxing, lashes, massage, and then um, facials. So we have sort of the gamut covered over here between the two companies. So I hear you saying we can do all of that. And yet, I think if I am correct, you are not a cosmetologist or a nail technician. So tell me a little bit about what you do as your full-time job. And and then we're going to go into how you got into this. So I am the operator. So I do all of the payroll. I do all of the ordering of the products. I run um, both sides with making sure that maintenance is done and I do the whole like business back portion of it. When it comes down to me, like actually doing your hair or nails, you wouldn't want me to touch you with a 10 foot pole. So it sort of works really good because we have a great team atmosphere where what I do helps them do their job. I couldn't do my job without them. And so I've always explained that we're sort of on a wire all at the same level, that we each need each other to complete our jobs, but every job is just going to be different. Yeah. So you're all contributing in your own unique way. Yes. Yes. Now you're also a radiation therapist. Is that right? So I am. So that's actually what I went to school for, which is very far from cosmetology But I went to school, I absolutely loved radiation therapy, but I started having babies. And so I have three babies that are absolutely amazing. And as everybody knows, babies like to get sick and they need a lot of attention. How our family works is me being a working mama makes me a better mama. And so I wasn't willing to give up my job, but I needed a little bit more flexibility Um, because my husband's job does require his time a lot. So for him to take off all the time wasn't really feasible. But when you work at a company that relies on you, you can also not take all of that time off. So this was the best of both worlds. So I've always wanted to open a new business and I got this opportunity. And so it gave me a lot 
a little flexible schedule. So I can work hard at 11 p.m. when the kids are sleeping. Um, it doesn't have to be that normal eight to five spot. But yeah, so I am in the medical world. I absolutely, like I said, loved being a radiation therapist. Um, I miss it sometimes, but I really do enjoy the flexibility, especially um, we've gone, you know, as everyone knows, through COVID. And then there's different regulations now and the kids can't go to school for so many days. And I don't know how I would have done it without without that flexibility. So God really does have a plan for us and really knows uh, what direction that he really wants us going in. So was there ever any crossover between radiation therapy and starting Spruce? Or did you just quit your job and start Spruce? So I did just as needed. So if they needed something covered, it's really hard in these small towns for radiation therapy to get somebody to cover like a Tuesday once a month kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so I had that flexibility that I was able to go and do that as the business has grown and my kids are busier. It's almost impossible to do both now. Um, but for many, many years, I definitely, and it would just, like I said, be one or two days here and there, but I still got to keep up my skills with radiation therapy. So that was really fun. I was thinking about that. I think I would have had this limiting belief if I was going to open Spruce, which you opened first, uh, and then the care bar after that, I think I would have had this limiting belief that I needed to be a nail technician, or I needed to know, you know, how all of that worked in order to start the business, but you didn't let that stop you. So tell me a little bit about what inspired you and why you chose this business. So um, I'll go back to where how it all started. Um, one of my best friends, Jamie Morales, um, she approached me and she said, Trish, I have this opportunity. We have this amazing space with the Gaslight Social. Wyoming liquor laws are very, very sticky. They In, June, in July of 2017, they made it so if you had um, a liquor license at your in your building, it would actually cover the whole building. And so she said, we have the opportunity to be able to serve our clients alcohol. So what goes good with alcohol? You know, they can have like wine or they can have a cocktail for girls night or just like to relax after work kind of thing. And so she's like, you know, we don't have any like natural place to go and get nails done. So we, we very first started as a natural nail bar. And so, no, we did not know anything about doing nails. And that's what still sort of works for us because I leave that expertise up to my girls who have been trained and have worked so hard and educated in that spectrum. And I can focus on what's really important to me. That being said, I have researched, I have gone down 7 million different rabbit holes. We went to Denver and went to 10 different salons and got ideas of stuff that we liked and stuff that we didn't like. Um, we knew the basis of it. We wanted it to be, so when we very first started, we wanted it to be a natural nail place. So we are going to use the best kind of um, polishes that are free of really a lot of the chemicals that some of them have. Um, we're going to get our scrubs and lotions. We make them locally. Our Herbal Love Creations does it. She is absolutely amazing. She's done it for us since day one. So those were sort of our basis. We wanted it to be as clean as it can. Unfortunately, nails do have chemical stuff in it, but there are way better options than um, some of them. And so those are the, that's the route that we decided to go. 
And then, like I said, so I was able to leave that expertise up to the girls and me do this. I, we, when we were going down all of these rabbit holes, there was actually quite a bit of businesses of nail bars or nail places that had like a couple were two lawyers that quit and they were not cosmetologists. And, you know, there, it wasn't just like everyone has to be in the cosmetology world. It a hundred percent probably would have helped me, but we have gotten by really well. And this works for our salon of um, us sort of just each having our little thing that we can focus on and really make it great. Yeah. It sounds like there's a real mutual respect amongst all of you in that way. Yes. Tell me a little bit about why natural was so important to you. Had you always been getting your nails done? And was there something that kind of spurred that on? My my friend, Jamie, um, like I said, we opened this together. So we were 50-50. And then unfortunately, she had some health issues and she wasn't able to continue in this. And so it was, she's been my best friend since we were in first grade. And so she, at about a year signed over complete ownership to me. Um, mm -hmm. So when I talk about where we started, that's who this Jamie person is. She um, was my best friend and we had so much fun creating this place. It wouldn't be here without her. But for the last four and a half years, it's just been sort of me riding solo as the ownership part of it. But I've always called her my hippie child because she's always been very natural. She's into everything that's really good for your body and your mind. And so I sort of went after what her thinking was. And then the more research I did, it was crazy how much absorption we have through our nails or even more so how much my nail techs work. You know, they work eight hours a day, four days a week, sometimes more. And so they're constantly in this stuff that can be very damaging for you. And so my... Um, priority is them to keep them safe. And so we want to do that the best that we can. So if the less chemicals that they have to be touching every day is going to be great. The less chemicals we're giving to our clients who we want to come in every two weeks, way good. You know, we don't want this stuff that's absorbing through our nail beds when we don't have to, like, it's not like that's the only option. So we definitely wanted to do the better options for our clients and for our girls. So I know from personal experience how lovely herbal love creation is. The sense when I'm getting my pedicures, I absolutely love. And just the feel of it and how it just soaks into your skin. So just I want to just sidebar that for a moment. If anyone has not tried that, I so suggest coming in and, and getting a pedicure. So let's switch gears here for just a minute. One thing that I really found so inspiring about Spruce when you first opened is how beautifully it is decorated. Is that you? Did you do the decorating, Trish, or was there, did you have help? So um, I did. Um, Jamie and I had the idea for, on the Spruce side, um, we wanted sort of like a bohemian, kind of relaxing as the years have gone on, I have replaced things. You guys know wear and tear. And so I've added a lot more like mid-century modern. So I have um, put arches on the walls, have redone some different things. I am serial 
redecorator. So that is something, but yes, I love, I love decorating. It's something I've actually loved doing since I was little. Um, and then when I decided to do the hair bar, I wanted something way different than spruce. So we definitely did a lot more um, modern salon on that side. So it's fun because there's just different feels for both of them. I think they're both so relaxing though, and so inviting in their own <laughs> unique ways. So I always appreciate that about being in your spaces. Oh, thank you. The cool thing is, is on the hair bar, I've hired out, but I was, it's a local, it's a local artist who actually did a couple murals on both of our walls. And I'm going to have to tell you that name when I can think of it, but she, so I do like to hire like locals. So if you, when you very first walk into the hair bar, there is those fun lines and all those different colors. So mm -hmm. that was done by a local artist named Jessie Bell. And um, she's amazing. And then, like I said, we hired out the other part um, to another one. So I have two like women murals on there. That's, that really is amazing. And how did you find them? How, how do you make these contacts? So I, I mean, it really is a social world um, with social media. You just, you start to see these people here and there. And like for me, I'd rather hire them out than order something that's pre-done on Amazon. Um, that way, I think our community can be always busy and always successful. If more of us just reach locally for those kind of things sometimes than reaching out. Sometimes we have to, we are a small town, but what I can do locally, I really try to do locally. So on that note as well, you have found some really incredible people that work for you. How did that come about? You didn't have the inside track, not, you know, being the, the cosmetologist. So how, how did you find your people? So honestly, that's probably the most stressful part of my job. Um, when we first opened, we actually had two nail techs and it was crazy. We were crazy. I didn't have a receptionist. This is the kind of thing that you learn as you go. Um, and we always just made it work and we changed and we changed. I think that we got such a good reputation right off the bat. So one of my very first hires was her name's Kaylee Brummond. And she, I have known her since she was a literal baby. My mom and her mom were best friends growing up. And so she was my very first employee. And then, so she talked to another girl and she came on. And so it was sort of like word of mouth after that, we had this thing. We were, when we opened our books, we were booked. And so I was like, Hey guys, I have guaranteed appointments for you. Then we got such amazing people and we continue to get such amazing people, you know, chapters change, people's lives change. Some people come and go, but we've had really good retention. I've had a lot of girls for a whole five years, which is sort of unheard of in this business, but we really do work super hard on making it a positive place. And it's not always a positive, like I have a lot of estrogen that's flying around this place. And so it can be sort of dramatic sometimes, and we can be sort of not leading with kindness sometimes because we are all human. And this weather I'm telling you has not helped one bit this winter. <laughs> yeah. um, but all of us really do put a lot of work in to try to make it the best place that we can. And so we've established a really fun, loving family type of team. Um, and so it helps us with that retention. 
and then we have the amazing schools in town that also help. And so it's sort of like they can, these people can graduate, these amazing girls and, and men, and have a place that they can come and use all of their hard work for. I'm going to go back to being booked immediately. So how did that happen, Trish? That's really incredible, I think. So we um, we did a lot of reaching out to the community at that time. We both Jamie and I were born and raised in Casper. So we have a lot of contacts from here. And so I think at first it was like people were like, oh, let's let's help out their business. And then I think Casper was ready for a change. So we are really the only type of salon for manicures and pedicures that is established sort of like this. There are other ones in town. Um, it's a little bit different experience. We're not saying anything bad about them. We just wanted a different experience for people in Casper. And so I think people really latched on to the uniqueness of it. And we were really making sure we, like I said, we use those natural products. And our biggest priority was, first of all, taking care of the client in all senses, but really making sure everything is safe here. So everything's super, super clean. All of our tools are super, super clean. It's so important um, when running this type of a business that you keep in mind of people's health because it can get pretty scary if you don't do the proper procedures and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, so really wanting to keep your people safe, be in a very clean environment, and you've known people here. So funny, I mean, just looking at you now thinking, oh, I'm just going to support Trish and, uh, and yeah, too. I, just seems so silly to me. Like, of course, everybody's going to go to Spruce and the hair bar. It just well, makes sense. We've, we've been so blessed. Like, honestly, like our clients have been so amazing. And I really do contribute that to um, our girls being so amazing. And I say our girls, we do have three men that work here. So sometimes they say girls and I'm like, sorry, guys, you are like looped into that. So our service providers here are so amazing. And then we've had the best clients. And so it's been really a lot of word of mouth. Um, social media now is obviously amazing because we can display all of the amazing work that our all of our service providers can give everybody. And so it really is a proof of their hard work and how they actually have people coming out looking, you know, with hair or with nails or any of that kind of stuff. Right. It speaks for itself. So what's the best thing about owning Spruce and the hair bar? I would say the best thing is the people that get to come into my life every day. So I I say this a lot and I know it sounds cheesy and everyone says it like I really do love my employees. I really feel like I hit the jackpot. I feel like they are fun to be around. They keep me young. I used to be the youngest when I very first started radiation therapy. You know, you always are the youngest at one point. And then all of a sudden I opened this place and I am the oldest. And that is like a very <laughs> weird swing for me. And so um, they keep me young. They're great. But then the clients coming in here, um, it's just a really upbeat, fun environment. There's a lot of laughing. There's a lot of love that's spread around. So I love that aspect. I love the challenge of running a business. I joke and say I'm going to become a serial entrepreneur because it's so fun to have an idea and put so much work and energy and thought into making something amazing 
and actually following through with it and actually doing all the things you need to do um, and realizing you're going to make mistakes along the way, but every mistake is almost fixable. You know, there's nothing that's so permanent that it's going to ruin your business. Definitely the challenging part of it is super fun. I've learned so much and there's been hours of Googling and talking to people who own businesses and making mistakes and learning along the way. Um, and I think that's the best part. So you're talking some about challenges as well and Googling and overcoming those challenges. So what are your greatest challenges? What? So I think Googling? first starting off, I literally had no idea what it was to own a business. Like I didn't know the taxes or the regulations or, you know, and it's different for every single person. And so for us started right off the bat when we were a complete remodel. So we were gutted the whole place and redid it. And so all of the regulations with that, like what's required by the Wyoming state board of cosmetology. And I'm, I'm such a rule follower. So I want to make sure my, all my T's are crossed and my eyes are dotted. Whereas that's a struggle in itself. Any, anybody who's done any kind of remodeling knows. Um, then it came down to like taxes and payroll and what's the best procedure for my money and at the end of the night or how to order all the products efficiently and I and I'm still and that's the best part I think is you still learn every day there's still different ways and better ways to do things that I'm constantly changing um and I just think that's what's so fun is it's never it will never be stagnant there's there's always something to grow and learn with as your business grows and learns. So a lot of paperwork kinds of things, regulations, payroll, mm -hmm. how to manage money, all of those kinds of things. Yes. And I mean, thank heavens for our government, but sometimes it's not the easiest to deal with. So it's been, it's been good. I've had really good mentors in, in here and I've hired some really good people to help along the way who are more experts. And I think that's the biggest thing I've learned is you can't be the expert in everything. So it's good to hire some people who are. And so that way it's going to save you a lot of time and energy in the long run. And did you find those people online or how are you finding your help? We went, I went to like my accountant was somebody we we've known for a long time. I heard when I was getting the signs, I got them from Wyoming signs and they used a bookkeeper. And so she does my quarterlies. There's different people who it's sort of like, it's it's how Casper works. I swear with most everything, it's word of mouth and people who really have enjoyed and have liked businesses. And so we sort of, like I say, try to keep it local. And so we'll take a lot of people's word for good businesses. And it hasn't let me down yet. So let's go back to the challenges with people or the estrogen that is flying around. Mm -hmm. I wonder how do you deal with some of those issues? Is it a challenge? Do you have conflict that you're dealing with? Oh yeah, that's huge. We just had um, all of our evals. So every year I, how are we doing? What do we need to fix? What do we need to work on? How do we need to grow kind of thing? And so this year on 2023, we're really trying to focus on how we can fix the situation or how we can let people affect us and how 
we can lead with kindness and it can make a whole place better rather than pointing fingers. I think we get in these places and we're with these people for, you know, 30 hours a week. And so it's going to breed conflict. Like we said, that's something we really, really focus on and really, really work hard at. If we have any conflict in the shop, then our customers are going to feel the vibe change. And that's one thing that people usually really like about Spruce is that we have a good vibe and we have people laughing and people like having fun and um, just good energy. So it's, it is difficult because, you know, I have 16 people just on the Spruce side and not one of them is the same. And so I've definitely learned, I have to approach each person on how it's going to work the best for them. Um, and I'm still learning and I still have a lot to learn. I still probably do a lot of it wrong, but I do think it is like probably one of the most important things because we said these girls come here for 30 hours a week. They're spending that time away from their family and their loved ones to come into a place like this. So we don't want people just to survive here since they're here so much of a chunk of their days. Um, we want people to thrive here. And that's going to be from how things are operated. But a, a lot of that is the inner workings of the people here and how they can work together and get along um, we want this to be a safe place. We want this to be a place they come and enjoy. And like I say, some we say a lot, they probably roll their eyes so much at me because I'm a big 80-20 person in life. I think 80% of the time, we really need to focus on being positive and good and leading with kindness. And then 20% of the time, we're going to have bad days. We're going to be sassy. We're going to respond, probably not how we should respond. So for us, we really try to shoot for that ratio of 80-20, like making sure those 20% of those days were realistic. We all have stuff going on. We all have bad days and we don't want, I don't want to give them unrealistic expectations. But I, so I think the 80-20 rule is, is a good thing for us to shoot for. So it sounds like you're offering them grace in that. Yes. It's okay to have a bad all day. Need a lot of grace. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. And emotionally safe. I'm hearing, you know, physically safe space for your people um, who, who are working for you and also your clients. And then also this emotionally safe place for your people as well. Mm -hmm. And then giving them oh, yeah. the opportunity to be individuals and also facing those issues that as they come up. For sure. I think we've sort of lost, I, I think we're trying to find it as a community as a society of taking care of people's men mental status, just as much as we're taking care of people's physical status. And it's always been so much stress put on the physical part, which is obviously very important, but the mental status is equally or more important than like, we have to nourish people's mental state. And we have to realize that everybody's in a different mental state. And that even though I might not understand it, or I, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent, those are their feelings. And that is what they are going through. And we need to make sure that we can take care of that to the best of my ability. I am by far not a counselor, or I do not know how to deal with situations like that. But I'm a great listener. Those are things that we, you know, my doors always open, we can always talk, we can always, you know, I always say, you can come in and you can vent to me and say, I don't want any actions taken from this. Or you can come in and say, okay, this is really happening and I think there needs to be actions taken from it. So we want to make sure that they 
do feel like they can come and talk to me and things can be approached, um, but not, they can also just come and just vent because sometimes that's what all of us just need to do. Yes. I think that's so insightful. And when you say you're a good listener, I talk a lot about listening and how important it is to just hear our people out. It's, it's something that we don't always do, or we don't come by it naturally, I think. So mm-hmm. offering them the opportunity and also asking them to know what they want. Do you want mm-hmm. something to be done or do you want to be heard in this situation? Well, and I feel like that's something I'm still growing with and still changing. I'm a fixer. I've always been a fixer since the day I was born. I don't like people to be upset. I don't like people to be angry. It's like deep down in my core, I like to fix things. And sometimes I had to realize, and I still am realizing, I sometimes people just want you to listen. Sometimes people just want you to say not one thing and not try to fix the situation not compare situations or anything like that. They just want to be heard. And so that's something that I've definitely grown with a lot and still continue to need to get better and not real and realize like not every situation is fixable and I'm not going to be the one that fixes it. So where did you learn that? Or did you have that when you were in your prior job or has that come as a result of owning your own business? So my mom, She's a really good mom and she definitely tried to ingrain really good things into us. Um, So that's my basis of things. She raised us in a very faith-filled family. um, And I think that's super important too. That's where I truly believe that everything we do in life should be led with love and whatever that means for you. But that's what I, that's what I feel like God asks me to do daily. And then I've learned a lot along the way. So owning the business 100% has changed my outlook on a lot of things. I think coming into this at first, it's not that I thought that everyone needed to think like me because it's not that I think correctly and they think incorrectly. It's just, I didn't realize how differently we all think and how differently I need to make sure I approach every situation. And so I think that's been my biggest thing that I've learned is trying to realize like, just because you think like this doesn't mean somebody else thinks like this. And so you need to learn how to approach them differently, or you need to learn, like you can, you can get the feeling of people almost immediately. And we can read, you know, we've been together for five and a half years. And so I think towards the end, I just realized like, sometimes they just want to be heard and they just want to be listened to. And they're going to think a little differently from me. And so they're going to want to approach something probably a little bit differently. Lots of, lots of improvements that still need to be made, but we're learning together. And then we're also not afraid to realize that things weren't necessarily done correctly in the past or that we could do them a lot better. And we're constantly changing and growing with the business. So lots of evolution. Lots. And we still have lots to go. (laughs) (laughs) So with that, on that note, I'd like to just kind of wrap this up by asking you, where are you headed in the future? Do you have an idea of what you might do next or where growth might be? Our building now sort of limits us in growth because I only have so much square footage. Little things that we're going to do here in the future. And so these, this is something that I'm really trying to do is just like 
pick a project and shoot for that and put my time and energy in that and not be looking 10 years necessarily down the road. So just taking it more one step at a time. So I'm going to be getting a hydrofacial machine in, and I think that will be step up our facial levels a lot. They are like, seriously, this is so amazing. And so um, I'm excited for that. And then I have bought a sensory deprivation float pod two years ago. It has been a really expensive paperweight in a room for me. So it has not been operating. You know, Wyoming doesn't have a ton of those. So it's this big machine that looks like sort of like a mini Volkswagen Beetle. And it, the whole purpose of it is to go into a state of relaxation that we can't normally get to because we have so many um, sensories coming from the outside. So when we say sensory deprivation, we try to take away. So the water is the same temperature as your skin. And we try to take away all the sound and it's a dark room. It's filled with a thousand pounds of Epsom salt. And so it's like four times the amount of the Dead Sea or something like that. But everybody is buoyant in it. So you completely float. And with the water temperature being that right exact temperature, you literally almost feel like you're going into space. So without all those sensories coming in, your mind is able to go into a state of relaxation that it can never get to. So it's really great for mental issues. It's really amazing for like post-workout recoveries, um, neurological disorders, all of these actual physical disorders that you're, it allows the body to go into a true healing state. So it's amazing. So I just actually had the health department come out yesterday. We've had some issues getting it. Wyoming uh, is a little behind on the float tank. Um, so they try to treat it like a pool and it's, it's, not, it's not close to a pool. Um, and, and it's not anybody's fault. This is the regulations that are set in place. So hopefully by, um, I know there's another one that does float rooms. And so hopefully by some of us opening things like this, the regulations could get easier for other people. But that's like my biggest endeavor that is going on right now is to get that thing up and running so we can have some amazing floats. Ooh, lovely. So that's, that's for all of us to look forward to in the near future. Yes. Are you thinking yes. before I, summer or what do you have in mind? Fingers crossed. I I have every single thing for it. I have all of the testing tools. I have all of the salt. I have the machine. The room is actually ready. Um, that's one of the murals that I had painted was in that room. It's um, a floating lady that goes across the ceiling. It's amazing. Oh, Burgundy Bloom. I remember her name. Yay. Burgundy Bloom, Isha Yarger. And she is amazing. But yeah, so she painted this lady that looks like she's floating. It's it's so fabulous. So the part is now is getting the manufacturer to get what they need to do and then um, getting some variances passed on it. And then so hopefully we'll be up and running as soon as we possibly can. Well, I am looking forward to that so much. I would love to try that out. Yes, me. I, you, you can be one of our first quotes. That would be lovely. I feel so <laughs> special. Thank you. Trish, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing about all of your evolution and all the great things that we can find at Spruce and the Hair Bar. And just getting to talk with you is such a treat. You have such a magnetic personality and such a great energy. I just was so thrilled when you said that you would join me here on my podcast. So thank you. 
Well, I appreciate it so much. I'm sorry. I'm a little bit of a rambler and I sometimes get off course. So I appreciate you guys hanging with me while I go down the route of one question, but I appreciate you having me on here and giving me the time of day. Absolutely. Thanks again. And I will see you the next time I'm in Spruce or the hair bar. Sounds like a plan. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>